Today we are joined by Manny from Well Built Style. How are you today, Manny? I'm doing very good. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And so we like to talk about uh, how and why you started in the men's fashion space, your uh, style story, and I think that'd be the best place to kick off. Sure, John. Uh, so my style story, I think I started uh, my website, Well Built Style, probably now, I think I, I want to say about four years ago. And really how that kind of all started was, you know, I'm a guy who likes to work out, likes to stay in shape. And I noticed that it was very difficult. I also had, you know, I also really like style at the same time. So I noticed that it was very difficult to find items that kind of fit uh, my, my body, my physique. And I had certain challenges with that. And um I figured that, you know, there's other people out there that are having some of the same challenges. And so I was doing a lot of research about it. And then I started uh, the kind of the website and started kind of sharing some of my tips and tricks and stuff like that uh, when it comes to style for people that are a little bit more athletic. And uh, it kind of just snowballed from there. And four years later, I'm still kind of doing that. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. So it, was, it seems like fitness is one of like the most core components of what you talk about has that always been the case for you for sure I mean I grew up playing a lot of different sports and I'm still very active today and that's kind of the core thing for for me in terms of my style anyways is is the physique or or yeah it's just your build I think that's kind of like the foremost thing the first thing to to kind of work on and then from there um, you know you you can work on your style, so it definitely is the, the uh, a big key to my to my style, anyways. Yeah, Manny, I've noticed that uh, it seems like for you, just looking at like your about page and also just the the way your posts are written and and your ideas, it seems like style and fitness are very intertwined. And on on one level, it's kind of on like a philosophical level because they both influence how you perceive yourself and how others perceive you. But then also on a practical level, like certain items like certain types of jackets, for example, might look better on a well-built frame than a skinny frame. So can, can you expand on that? Do you think that's true? Oh, for sure. I mean, I think it, really you can say just any clothing in general, um, it's always going to look that much better on a guy that's, you know, has some sort of uh, physique, a little bit of muscle mass on him, a little bit of, uh, you know, just it's such an important aspect to it just because otherwise when you look at, you know, you can have a good sense of style and, and buy all the, all the clothes and all the items. But if you don't have uh, the build, the clothes really are just going to kind of hang off you. Uh, and I understand you can get things tailored and, and you can get the right fit and that does help for sure. But there's always going to be that missing piece or that, uh, missing aspect to your style when when uh, you don't take care of uh, your health and 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 make sure you're in the gym. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I wonder if have you ever gotten pushback on that sort of advice? Because because I agree with you. Like there are certain items, for example, like a slim fit Henley, it just looks better on someone with with a little meat on their bones, you know, like with some muscle. But do you ever get pushback? And kind of in, in the age of people getting easily offended, you know, where people say like, oh, well, uh, you know what? Not, not necessary. I mean, occasionally you'll get some people who will push back on certain things. Um, 
especially when some of the examples that I use, you know, like I think when I, I recently used an example, I think I was talking about barber jackets or something like that. And uh, I used a couple of examples of guys wearing them and, and they just don't really have the physique to kind of wear that jacket well. It's it's definitely an outdoorsy type of jacket. It's a, it's a kind of like almost like a workwear type piece. And I contrasted that with an example of um, uh, Daniel Craig from Skyfall. And so I had a little bit of blowback from that. Some guys are saying, well, that's not a fair example and da-da-da-da-da. But, I mean, the point still remains. I mean, you need to be in shape. It's an important aspect to your style, and it really will elevate elevate your look. You know, as far as I'm concerned, you can really just wear a pair, like a t-shirt and a pair of jeans. And if you're in really good shape, you're going to look fantastic compared to, you know, a guy who doesn't take care of his health and he's wearing, you know, a super expensive, well-tailored three-piece suit. You know, that's just the way I feel about it. I think a lot of guys think that having, uh, you know, a a well-built physique or an athletic build is somehow out of reach. Like, it's like, you got to put in all these hours and all this work and all it's, which it's not even true at all. I mean, you can build yourself a very good physique and be in really great health with just maybe three to five hours of, of actual work in a week. And then, you, you know, you take care of your diet. It's, it's not as much work as I think a lot, of, a lot of guys think out there anyway. So, Well, we're all just go-getters. I think that becomes some of the message that you have is to just, like you said, three to five hours. You got to start somewhere, but you also have to be self-motivated in order to accomplish that. Totally. Yeah, that's what I think about in the morning when I have to get up and go out for a run. My preferred, I prefer to run, but uh, I think it's also about finding what you like to do. And I think you have some information on that. It's just like, you know, it doesn't have to be lifting, but you should have a well-rounded, you know, regimen. And that seems like some of the stuff that you're trying to promote. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, it's beyond that, beyond just, um, you know, being in the weight room and just lifting weights. I think you really got to be concerned about your, your total health. Right. And so I, I write about a lot of other things like, you know, I'm into saunas now I do yoga and I know Brock, you do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and that's something I've taken up uh, about six months ago. So I really think it's a multifaceted approach. It's not just about, you know, going to the gym, lifting some weights, and, and that's the end of that. It's really making sure uh, you take care of all aspects of your health. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I wonder, speaking of, you know, motivation and, and drive and willpower, what has kept you going with Wellbolt Style? Because it's obviously a lot of work to to run a blog and to publish content, you know, year after year. So what are your motivations there or goals? You know, why did you start the site? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. I think overall in terms of uh, motivation and I don't really even think about, uh, I don't really think about that, to be honest. I, I think for me, it's just been something that I'm passionate about and I actually really do enjoy. And really, it's a it's a part of my life, really, um, style and fitness. I mean, they're not the only things I care about, but they are, you know, things that I do enjoy. And so it's been, it's, it's been kind of easier for me for that, in that respect, right? I, I mean, it's not that hard when you are doing things that you actually enjoy, and it's a part of your life. I, I don't find that I'm dreading, you know, writing an article or sharing some information or connecting with readers or anything like that. I think 
it's just uh, I've been lucky enough to share something that I'm passionate about with with other people. So it works out for me that way. And outside of the website, are you involved in style or fitness uh, professionally other than with the website? No, not at all. I do. I, I, my profession, I'm actually in uh, law enforcement, so it's completely different. I mean, fitness wise, it's there for sure. Um, but in terms of style, it's it's definitely not. It's does not really. I would say complementary. But um, but the fitness angle for sure uh, with my profession, yeah. Nice. Very interesting. Well, that does seem to fit in too. With you, you don't seem to go more in the suit in sartorial direction you talk a lot about I, I see when, when you do your style roundups you'll do like really nice pair of boots some jeans or chinos and then sweaters and I think you have that seems to be the most uh, common you know even if you did work in a business casual environment that seems to be the spot that it's in now and so I think that is a really nice sweet spot to focus on is more casual but you know proper casual not just t-shirts type of style and um, like you've said that looks great with having a little bit of a, of a structure and having yourself built up to a degree. For sure, John. I think that's kind of where my style is. I mean, I'm not a, I don't necessarily need to be wearing a suit all the time. I mean, I do have I mean, a couple of really nice suits, but um, I'm not, I just doesn't, you know, my job doesn't require me to kind of suit up, so to speak, all the time. I'm more uh, in the sort of the business casual, like you're saying, that kind of area. So it's definitely my everyday kind of style, uh, the stuff that I write about for sure. So Now you run the blog, but it also seems like your main channel is really on Twitter. And that's where I see most of your stuff. And is there a reason you seem to gravitate that way? Is, or, you know, how did that become one of your main communication methods? Yeah, I, you know what? I really like Twitter. I really find I get a lot of value out of that uh, platform. Uh, not just in terms of sharing stuff, but um, uh, the people that I follow as well. There's there's so much uh, good stuff out there, a lot of great people and great accounts. And uh, I find it's just the best way to kind of communicate and exchange ideas, you know, albeit in short little nuggets and bursts, but I, I just find it to be the most value I find uh, from my perspective anyways. Do you try to tie back the stuff that you post there into a blog post? Is that where some of your um, ideation comes from? Yes, sometimes I'll do, yeah, like sometimes I'll do like little mini, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, tweet out a bunch of advice or something like that, or someone will ask me a question and I'll turn it into an article, that sort of thing. But I think the other aspect of Twitter, it, it kind of allows me to branch out. It's, you know, I can, you know, talk about style and fitness and that could be one thing. And then, um, you know, a lot of the other people that I follow, it's, it's more about, you know, other broader self-improvement topics and uh, all, all kinds of stuff. So it allows me to kind of branch out and, um, and kind of expand uh, my interests as well. Hey, you seem to have a, a very engaged following on Twitter. Um, do, do you have any tips for people trying to get a little bit of traction on that platform? Yeah, I think when it comes to trying to build more of a, a, a bigger audience... Um, or try to get a bigger engagement with, uh, you know, your readers and followers and stuff like that. I think it's just about adding value. Just if you're constantly adding value, uh, you'll find that uh, people will be more engaged with uh, with the stuff that you have to post. 
Um, I think that's the biggest thing is offering value, uh, helping guys out, you know, right, you know, it could be just little tips, that sort of thing, links to other people's stuff that you find useful, uh, just finding ways to add value and, and help people out. Uh, and you'll find that uh, you'll get uh, more engagement that way. At least that's been my experience. Yeah, I've definitely noticed when you, you're very uh, willing to tag other people and to send people like for example you'll if, if one of your guys asks about you know style for shorterman you'll tag me and send them my way which obviously i really appreciate and i think that uh i think that you're kind of known to do that and so other people you know reciprocate and i know when i ever get a question about um you know someone has a problem with say a dress shirt that fits in the shoulders but it's too billowy around the waist i say you know you have to add darts. Go check out Well Built Style because he talks about this all the time. Yeah, for sure. That's it's exactly exactly how how I, uh, I try to my philosophy, anyways, is is try to help people out that way. If I you know find stuff, um, and it, and you're you're not the only one. There's tons of other guys out there doing great work, and I like highlighting those guys and um, you know sending people to the appropriate uh, piece of information that'll help them out, and uh, in the long run, that helps me out too. So. I know you've you've done a little bit of uh, guest posting too. Like uh, I know you wrote uh, maybe a few years ago an article for Effortless Gent. Do you still do any any sort of collaborations like that? Uh, yeah, occasionally I will. I haven't in a little while. Uh, it's just been kind of busy with uh, with life and other things. Um, but it's something I'm always open to, and I'm always looking for for opportunities to to share. Uh, my information with others and, and have people I've had other you know readers of mine share content on my site as well and I'm more than happy to uh, to do those kinds of things um, it's just a matter of finding that time yeah do, do you have any um, I mean currently are, are you monetizing the site or is that is that a part of you know, do you have business goals for it or you know do you work with any agencies or anything like that or is it really just just for, more for fun it's it's more for fun. I mean, there's not really. Uh, I flirted with some advertising here and there, but I just didn't like um, having ads on the site. I just I I just wanted a a clean site that guys can go to and and just get the information that they want. Um, but I do get a, a quite a few product review requests, and so I will do those, um, especially if it's something that uh, my readers would be interested in. Uh, I will you know review the product on the on the site and, and link to it that way um, overall there's there's very little um, I mean you'll have some affiliate links in there for some products that sort of stuff um, but it's not a, uh, a huge income generator by any means it's definitely more of a, a hobby site for me yeah that makes sense hey, you probably get uh, quite a few emails from you know new companies and PR people and how do you decide what you're going to review or, or what you're going to pass on. Yeah, that's, yeah, I do get those. And I really just try to look for, you know, is the company putting out something of value here? Is it something that, you know, guys would uh, be interested in? Like, I, you know, I've had some stuff that I have uh, tried out and it turns out it's not working for me. And I'd rather send that product back and let the company know, be like, hey, this is something that, you know, just it's not working for me and I don't think my readers are going to be into it and uh, and I'll and I'll respond that way versus writing a, a huge negative article uh, about them and, and I've done that plenty of times but in, in other cases 
there's products out there that I look at and I go, hey, you know what? I think my readers are really like this. It's, you know, they're, they're, the company's putting together something really cool here. It's unique or um, it's just uh, a well-executed product and, and then I'll run with it. So I think with so many companies popping up now, that's where we really are able to offer some value because... I mean, the, the quality between companies or if a company puts out one product and doesn't show up again, their customer service lacks. And so I think that's what's some of the most exciting stuff happening right now. For sure. Yeah. Now, where do you get some of your like style inspiration? Do you have, do you go through GQ? Do you mostly focus on Instagram? What's that look like for you on a, on a regular basis? Yeah, I, I focus on, yeah, Instagram, Pinterest, that sort of stuff. And I'll peruse through, you know, just like men's style, other men's style sites and blogs. And, you know, I'm looking at, you know, Brock, I look at your site there, Modest Man, you know, you mentioned Effortless Gent and just so many, I just will go through those sites and there'll be something that will look good to me. And I'll be like, oh, you know what, maybe I'll think about incorporating that or uh, that sort of stuff. So I'm, I'm really just focusing on other men, men's blogs, men's style blogs for, for my, uh, inspiration. Yeah. I can't say the last time I really went through a physical magazine or any traditional media. It's all those, it's all these smaller guys that do the best work. Totally. And you know what? I've, I think I've mentioned it before, uh, like magazines like GQ Esquire. I'm surprised people even read those magazines with all the great stuff that, uh, that's out there from, from all these different men's style bloggers. I'd much rather follow them and see their work versus, uh, reading anything in a, in a magazine these days anyways yeah it's a consensus some of that like high street style stuff or i think i think it sticks in my head too like i think you might have tweeted when when gucci main did a recent gq thing it was like really is this this is i don't even know what's going on here <laughs> yeah i think I, I was looking at gq the other day and it, i think it was one of their videos actually on youtube and i it just like struck me that they've just lost their identity like they don't they don't seem to have a strong stance on on much anymore uh, in terms of like changing recommendations and then also a lot of their stuff at least on uh, YouTube I can't tell if it's like supposed to be comedy or like actual advice it's almost like they don't really want to take a strong stance and I feel like that's something that that they used to do and um, that they that you know people need to do more of so it's like you know there's this trend here's what we think about it like here's our advice for you not just we'll cover anything you know I absolutely I agree that's where we come in <laughs> yeah <laughs> So then where do you stand on cargo shorts then? Because that's what we try to find out from everybody we bring on. Oh yeah, no doubt. I'm not a fan. Like, you know, like the way that they're worn these days, I'd say, yeah, big, big time. No, they, they just look sloppy. They look, you know, if you're, you know, if you can get a pair that are slimmer cut that actually hit you above the knees, you know, a little bit more, you know, that way. Or if you're wearing something specifically, if you're going hiking or something like that, okay, I totally get it. But uh, the way that the average guy is wearing them with a pair of flip-flops that I see all the time, it's just like, forget about it. It's just, uh, does not look good to me. Do you think style is, is regional? I mean, is it different from where you are versus when you visit a major city? Or how do you account for some of that? Uh, yeah, for sure. I think I've noticed that as well, like West Coast style versus East Coast style. You'll you know, a little bit more laid back, I think, and more casual uh, sense of style around where I live and the West Coast and uh, East Coast is a little bit different, a little bit more formal, I would say, a little bit more business appropriate. Uh, I see that kind of stuff and uh, I haven't had a chance to go to, you know, 
into the south there or, or some of those states or anything like that, but I'm sure it's it's different there as well, right, with the different influences that they have in those regions. But uh, I've also noticed it, I mean, North America versus Europe as well. Like, I, I find on average, uh, the average European dress is better than the average American. Um, and so you, you definitely do see the differences for sure. Yeah, it seems like it's it's recently become okay for the modern American man to like care about his appearance and I don't know, put effort into it. And, you know, it's not, I mean, I guess in in some probably communities and some parts of the country, it's still considered lame or, you know, whatever. But, um, I feel like that's shifting, you know, and, and probably partly due to, to blogs and Instagram and stuff. But, um, I don't know. Do you notice that in your community, Manny? For sure, I see that as well. It's it's definitely changed over over the years. It's definitely more acceptable now for guys to to care about their their appearance and and focus on that. I mean, you can see it just from you know in my city, just the number of higher end barber shops like that have popped up. It's crazy. Just guys, how much guys are willing to spend for, you know, uh, a really good haircut and some, you know, you know, having their beards groomed and that sort of stuff. And, and I've seen that shift over the last few years here anyways. So, um, and I think it'll continue to happen. Yeah, we, we can hope, you know, I think, I think it's a great, it's a great uh, trend for guys. Are, are you excited about anything or what, what are you working on, you know, these days that you're excited about either for well-built style or, or anything else that you'd like to share? Um, business as usual for me with well-built style, like hopefully, I mean, I've had some readers ask, Oh, well, you're going to put out a book. Where's the book? We want a book and all this kind of stuff. So I'm going to try to see if I can work on that and, and, and get some of that stuff done. Um, and hopefully get something for the new year put together and, and have it ready to go. Um, otherwise it's going to be the same, uh, same sort of stuff out of me. You'll see a, a new article once a week, uh, sharing my tips and, my perspective on style and then uh yeah that's kind of be uh the short-term plan anyways so nice and we'll link to all this stuff in the show notes but uh best place for people to find you would that be uh, the website and twitter yeah absolutely so wellbuiltstyle.com and then uh, you can uh, hit me up on twitter as well at wellbuiltstyle uh yeah thanks for joining us today manny and looking forward to seeing more of your roundups and recommendations on Twitter because I got to I gotta bulk up a little bit. That's probably my number one comment. People tell me that I need to hit the gym. <laughs> right on. That's awesome. All right. Well, thanks, Manny. Thank you for listening to the Buttoned Up Podcast, a collaboration between John Shanahan of The Cavalier and Brock McGough of Modest Man, and we will see you next week.